0: Against the odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network.
1: Cousin Sal coming to you live on a Tuesday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knob. Babyface Joel Solomon and Scott the Grizz producing this mess. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, Darren, the parlay kid, Harry, and brother Brian. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Lots of fun last night. Well, lots of fun and misery. Uh, <laughs> our friend Ken got a suite at the Clippers game. Clippers, Suns. No one really played. Uh, who was out? Ayton was out. Uh, Booker was out. George was out. But didn't stop us from betting big, big bucks on the race to ten. We took Arizona. I'm sorry, Arizona Phoenix. It's weird because Arizona played L.A. in the football version of the um, the city rivalries, and also in basketball, race to ten. We scored the first two points. We go up two nothing. Very exciting. How do you blow a two nothing lead in the race to 10? And then what'd they lose? 10 to four, Harry, Brian. What, what was it? 10 It wasn't even close. It was disgusting. It
2: was I mean, they had what? Four points through, I mean, what? The first five, six, uh. six minutes of that quarter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not fun at all.
3: For, for the game. It was zero, zero with nine minutes left in the first. Are you kidding? Lose the first three minutes. Yeah. Absolutely lose. Chris Paul was terrible. All right.
1: Harry, I don't know what hotel this is. I mean, Harry, this is what he does. He switches hotels and, you know, once in a while we're going to get a bad. Um, I imagine if you're, you have your recording device, right? So this will uh, eventually sound okay. Only yep. uh, just like shit to us. Okay. <laughs> All right. I trust that that'll be okay. Harry at least won the race to 10 slices of uh, pizza, blaze pizza. That that wasn't even close. That was minus 650, but we had a good time, right? We had uh, quite Last. a crew there. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of fun. Uh, thank you. Can Harry swearing up a storm because you always also bet the over in the game, which really had no business of being close, and yet you were like four points off. Spaghetti and meatballs had the same thing, and uh, <laughs> nobody shot in the last forty seconds. Uh, Harry so- screaming, "F words, crazy!" Wow, an- didn't like that, another over loser. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Why are we doing this? Why he says over? We should just run the other way. What are we? What's going on? But anyway. It was a good time. Spaghetti and meatballs. We were walking out. Billy Crystal was like two paces behind us. And, oh, my God, like schoolgirls, like, oh, Billy Crystal. Oh, we're all Yankee fans. He didn't want anything to do with them. But that's, uh, <laughs> that's another story. Um, let's talk about this football game. Good Lord. Uh, I, you know, I said on this podcast yesterday, 30 Rams, and I said uh-huh. it on Fox Bet Live, and they won 30-23. I thought in my mind when I saw the game, Playing out, I thought Arizona would go for two. Whatever, I was off by a point, but uh, we were bad. Other than that, <laughs> I think we gave twelve picks and we won uh, one of them, which was my Rams pick. But oh for four, brother, bright. Well, what the yep. hell? We, we, we gotta get back on track with these uh, first touchdown yep. picks.
2: Yep, it was bad. Uh, I mean, the first touchdown is what it is, but the player prop bets. I mean, Kyler Murray and my bet had he had like he had like forty rushing yards in the last minute of the first half.
1: Yeah. Yeah, oh, not good. Uh, Parley Kid, very impressed with Cooper Cup, uh, who destroyed me in fantasy. We're going to talk to Jen Piacenti later on. She's going to, you know, counsel me through this, um, fantasy loss where Cooper Cup went nuts. And now Parley Kidd is going nuts. He's saying MVP, he's saying Offensive
0: Player of the Year. Where does it end, Parley Kid? It's not going to end, Sal. Uh, around this, uh, well, be- last year, if you remember, during the college football season, uh, when Devontae Smith was like, Thirty or forty to one to win the Heisman. I said, got to watch this receiver. I know they don't huh. give it to receivers. Bam, he won it. Cup's numbers are going to be historic by the end of this year if if he keeps this up. And it doesn't see it doesn't seem to be a, a way huh. to cover this guy. You want to double him? It doesn't really matter. McVeigh does a great job of, of finding him uh, spots to get open um, at one hundred and fifty to one right now to win <laughs> wow. MVP to win MVP. Uh, that this is a player Sal, that's going to end up with uh, 150 catches, 2,000 yards, and 15 to 16 touchdowns.
1: That is insane.
0: I, I, like that's MVP numbers. I'm sorry, and especially in a year where no quarterback is having a- an historic year, right? And let's face well, it, I'll you say take this. a couple of the Rams, 50, they're nothing. Eight. They're nothing without him.
1: That's true. Brady's going to get to 50 touchdowns and it's going to be hard to deny him. But um, 150 to one is definitely worth it. He is now tied with Jonathan Taylor at plus 150 on FanDuel's odds to get offensive player of the year. Which well, is he's the-,
0: the offensive player of the year. Might as well take that at plus 150 right now. He's going to get he's going to get to 150 catches and 2000 yards. Take it now.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. The, the reason you wouldn't take it is, well, Taylor's been terrific too, But and this is another award, even more than MVP, that they don't give to a receiver. They gave it to Michael Thomas in 2019, and then before that, 1993 was the last time a receiver. was. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Like Ra- Randy,
2: Randy Moss didn't even win it. It's right, crazy. it's crazy to think. Very that. weird, Brian. What do you like? You like? Uh, I, I mean, I, mean, I like Taylor. I like, the ta- I, I like Taylor. I mean, if you're looking at what he's on pace for, he's on pace for 2,200 total yards and 24 mm-hmm. touchdowns. But the thing is, the thing that's a little ridiculous with him right now is his last 10 games. So in his last 10 games, he's averaging 145 rushing and receiving mm-hmm. yards per game, 5.9 yards per carry, and 18 total touchdowns. So he's got 18 touchdowns in the last 10 games. And like you said, it's, it's hard for this award to go to receivers. Um, You know, if cup has, I don't know, if cup has 140 catches, he's got to get to probably 2000 yards and 20 touchdowns, maybe to win this. You know, what's interesting is like the Rams are going to make the playoffs. The Colts might not.
1: That probably maybe could figure in right now that it's a coin toss between cup and Taylor. Same thing with Harry, your guy. Yeah.
0: And I I was going to say, it doesn't look like the Rams can stop playing football at some point, right? Like, yeah, they're, they're. I mean, they're going to have probably have a playoff spot locked up, but they might be fighting for this division throughout the season. So I don't think they're going to be able to rest guys. Either, that was a so. big game.
1: I, I thought I thought before Kyler throws that pick at the goal line, like, oh, this could be a route, right? Didn't it yeah. just seem like they're about to go up 10 nothing and then Rams swung the mm-hmm. momentum and then and then they just came out and beat the hell out of him right at halftime, that big pass to Van Jefferson. Right. Was that the first one? And then, right. And then cup was the next touchdown. Yeah. Staff- was that was Staff- right.
2: yeah. yeah Stafford was really good in that game. Uh, I will mm-hmm. give him credit, but yeah, I mean that you had that pick by Murray, then you had another bad pick by Murray, which set up an easy touchdown. But then, I mean, even in that second half, right. They had the drop on the fourth down by Hopkins. And then they had that really bad running attempt on fourth and one. So like they yeah. were they were in, like, they had a chance of they have a chance of tying that game up too. I thought it was a bad holding call when Murray ran for like 15 yards late. Uh, too. Yeah, but, for sure. Uh, yeah, that was a lot of craziness going that that's fun. It's going to be a fun place, but I, you know, now
1: we can, even though they only have three losses, everyone could get, you know, take the Arizona Cardinals out of their narrative. Like, okay, now it's going to be Brady and Rogers. Like, well, maybe not so fast. <laughs> They're still going to be tough out in the playoffs. I think this Arizona team, but, um, if you want to bet things like we discussed here. Yeah, yesterday we talked about um, number one seed, right? The NFC? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trying to think, has this, has this changed? I'll look at it real quick. Teams with the best regular season record, it is now the Bucks favorite at plus 120, Packers plus 350, and the Cardinals all the way down to four to one. I mean, they were the best team record-wise in football uh, 18 hours ago. and Now they're four to one. So that'll be interesting. All right, let's take a quick break. And then we have a Utah State alum coming on to talk about the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. All right, we're back this Saturday. The Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl, SoFi Stadium, Oregon State plays Utah State. and Right now, you've got a Utah State alum joining us. He played there from 2009 to 2012 and ranked seventh all-time in rushing in school history. Went on to the NFL, played for the Colts, the Cardinals. Kerwin Williams is here. What's going on, Kerwin?
4: What's up? What's up? How are you guys doing today?
1: Good, good, good. Kerwin, you're originally from Vegas and you live there now. How did you decide on uh, attending Utah State?
4: Man, it really came down to one phone call I got from the whole coaching staff. Um, you know, I was definitely a late addition to the team. Um, it was late into the signing day. Um, I'd actually committed to go to uh, South, University of South Dakota, um, which is a D-1AA. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got a call from Coach Tuyaki, who was a running back coach up there at the time. Um, got to speak to Coach Anderson. And I really believed in, you know, what he planned on doing for this, you know, for the school and for the team up there. So uh, that that changed my mind, changed the direction of what I was planning on doing.
1: Nice. Yes. And and you played when you were there, we're talking about the bowls, the Jimmy Kimmel bowl. You played in two famous Idaho potato bowls, which I imagine was pretty cool. Um, you had a huge game in the 2012 ball. I was looking right. 18 rushes, 235, three touchdowns. Is that your favorite college game? Would you say?
4: I would definitely say that's up there for sure. For sure. Um beating Utah, um would mm-hmm. definitely have to be right up there as well but that ball experience you definitely can't beat it was something that we hadn't had the opportunity to do for a long time and it was something that was a goal for us. Uh, you know when we first got up there um so to be able to do that after those four, you know after those four years and especially get that bowl win was you know was huge you know it was like a goal that we said we accomplished
1: then i love the bowl games because i love football and we love as much football as we could get but what percentage breakdown you could answer generally or for the Utah state teams you played on how, what percentage of guys are into the game versus the ones that want to move on. Of course, now the ones that go pro decide that they may not even play the game. Do you feel like it's still, you know, I guess it depends on the situation, the coach, uh, how motivated you are, but is everybody all in on these bowl games?
4: Everybody's all in. Um, I think it's, uh, especially uh, in my class, you know, our whole class was all in. It was something that we had never done. Um, it was something that was, you know, far outreaching for us. You know, that was we weren't expected to get there. So most guys are using it as an opportunity to, to kind of push their their careers forward. You know, mm-hmm. people who are on the cusp of, of of getting to that point of having an NFL career, you know, you use that opportunity as an extra game on a on a larger stage to to push your 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 stock up. So I think everybody should be should be into the game, uh, should be focused on what's going on. And it shouldn't be, you know, a, a personal thing at at the, at the time as well, when I was coming out, that wasn't really something that the guys were doing. You know, guys, uh, you know, were focused through the game and they played through that game, whether or not they were supposed to be a high traffic or not. So mm-hmm. I think it, it, it really is more determined on, uh, you know, who the player is. And I think that, you know, the Aggies have had players that are all, all bought into the system. And I think that's what you'll see when they play their game. I'll tell you forward. what,
1: I'm forwarding right to your, right to coach Utah Sam. That's a great pep talk. That's going right in the locker room. They should boom <laughs> that in right there. It's for everyone to hear. Um, who is the best Aggie player of all time? Is it you? Is it Bobby uh, Wagner? Is it Merlin Olson? Chris Cooley? Jordan Love?
4: Man, that's a, that's a tough question. I mean, I would have to say. I could say you. I definitely wouldn't. I'm not going to say myself. I would <laughs> right. have to go with a, uh, I probably would go with Bobby. Type. So I got the opportunity to play with Bobby. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he did some amazing things, you know, at Utah State, just, in, you know, single season tackling, you know, was amazing. And uh, the way he flew around the ball and the way he played with such, you know, energy and such tenacity, you know, even when, um, you know, when he wasn't always following up to it. Uh, one game in particular, I can remember, um, I want to say it was the last game. My sophomore year, he broke his arm in like the first half of the game, played mm-hmm. the rest of the game and laid both sides in tackles. So... Wow. With one, with one arm. So, I mean, like, you know, just things like that where you know, how he, how he was on the field and just a selfless guy off the field. He was always up and out for, you know, his teammates. So, definitely, I would say if I had to pick, he probably is the best Aggie. Interesting. In okay. Team.
1: Well, that's not a bad choice at all. All right. Now, you're getting seven and a half points. I don't know how much you've watched the team this year, playing Oregon State in mm-hmm. the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Sell me on Utah State. Why grabbing the seven and a half is a good bet.
4: I think it's a good bet because, you know, as long as we play consistent and, uh, you know, and stay focused early on into the game and keep the game close, I think the Utah State is a great playing situationally, you know, throughout the season. Anytime the game has been close um, and they needed that last, you know, minute drive, they've been able to pull that out. And I think that that's something that, you know, the great teams are able to do. Um, you know, the UNLV game, I had a chance to watch, you know, up close and personal,
0: uh-huh. see them
4: go on that, you know, on that last minute drive to, to put themselves up, uh, you know, at the end of the game there, you know, just so just mm-hmm. different things like that. Good teams, you know, always play good in, in situations, whether that be two minute drill, you know, special teams when they need to play, uh-huh. um, you know, so I think that that's why I would put my money on Utah State, you know, because I oh. play good situation football and that's what you need to win games.
1: Now you said you would put your money. Are you going to bet? You should bet <laughs> to like $25,000. Are you
4: going to do that? I think I'd be said, smart. You said twenty five. That's a, I think that's a lot. That's a little. That's a little steep for my. You know, is I grew it, up or, in Vegas. I uh, grew up in Vegas, so I know about. I know about gambling. <laughs> <laughs> I I stay away from the tables out here. Which
1: uh, Which high school did you go to? Uh, uh, you grew up in Vegas. You said right? Yes, sir. I went to
4: Valley High School out here.
1: Okay, Well, they good? So there's Gorman is the that that's the one, right? Like my cousin went to Clark. My cousin Jimmy mm-hmm. went to Clark. Uh, maybe not so good, but Gorman's the that the powerhouse team, right?
4: Yeah, I felt bad, you know, Clark. When I was in uh, a yeah. school, they hadn't won a game in like three years. Right. So that, you know, it was probably tough. <laughs> if he, you know, if he was going to Clark back in those days, but Gorman <laughs> definitely was. Gorman definitely was a. They were a good school, you know. When I was uh in high school, I want to say the big name at that school at, at the time was DeMarco Murray. Um, he was going to, right he went to high school there um, at the time, but they surprisingly or not, they didn't win state. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when mm-hmm. I was in, when I was in high school, we were a pretty good school too. Um, we were, you know, perennially in the playoffs um, and put some good, and put some good dudes out as well. Um, I want to say one of the dudes play um, Stevenson, Sylvester, mm-hmm. he was ahead of me. He actually went to university of Utah and ended up going to play at the Steelers. So
1: nice. Um, All right. say, yeah. Well, I have a bone to pick with you. I hate to end this on a, on a, a downer, but, um, <laughs> I was on Sports Center. I think it was, yeah, it was 2014, 2015. And I had won 13 <laughs> picks in a row against the spread. And they wanted me to pick all the playoff games. I said, no, I like one playoff game. And that's the Arizona Cardinals going to Carolina, getting six points. And I knew Ryan Lindley was a quarterback. Oh. And, and you were the running back. <laughs> And you were in that damn game until the very like a, as bad as he was, and we could. It's okay. He'll he'll never hear this. We could go off on island. Like, he was terrible, and you still. I think he lost twenty seven sixteen, and but it was like twenty to sixteen. You know, uh, late into the fourth quarter. Um, mm. Did that aggravate you as much as me? I know the answer is <laughs> no, but
4: <laughs> oh, definitely did. I mean, especially you know. So it definitely aggravated me more to lose the game. I wouldn't necessarily say it's on one player, but mm-hmm. I would say it aggravated me to lose the game for sure, for sure. Because you know, to come that to come that far, we had overcome so much during that season. Like I want to say three different quarterbacks have been playing and we were still able to win. And the defense was playing lights out. It was one of those right. it was one of those situations where, you know, there's two types of quarterbacks. I would say there's like there's a game manager and uh uh, you know, it's a game, a game wrecker. Like a dude is gonna go out there and throw for, you know hundreds and yards, you know, in a game and five touchdowns. You know, mm-hmm. more like a Pat Mahomes type guy. Um, you know, I think it was each and each quarterback played their role. They did their thing and they competed at a high level. I think it was tough, you know, getting to that point where, you know, we were so close to, you know, to get into the Super Bowl, you know, we I think that was like one game away that year. Yeah. And then the next year we were right there in the NFC championship. So to get there twice and, and to lose it definitely hurt. It definitely hurt, you know, because you don't know how many opportunities you're going to have to, you know, to get back there and play again or mm-hmm. or to get to the Super Bowl. So to not have that opportunity and to not, <laughs> and to not, uh, and to lose that game like we did, knowing that our defense was playing so well that season, it was tough.
1: Yeah, you're telling me that there were, Guys talking about it in the huddle about like my streak and everything. Like, hey, we can't let this <laughs> out now. Like, we at least got to cover the six here. What are we doing, guys? Let's get it together, or just keep no. that to yourself.
4: Yeah, yeah, I think everybody, you know, if they had any side bets on the game, I think everybody was keeping that to themselves. They were <laughs> catching there, you know, kind of watching and, uh, and paying attention to what was going on to uh, you know, to, the, to the picks <laughs> and the fantasies and to fantasy picks, especially that that week. I think they would have to take that up with to uh, with their fantasy coaches. <laughs> gotcha. So tell us before you go. Let us know what. Uh, uh, you're up to now you have a store right yes sir so i just opened up a, a small grocery store down here in our district you know we're going to be growing our own produce on site as well as you know giving away not giving away but uh selling all the you know the household goods that people need from cleaning products to baby food you know different things like that so nice then and some real estate out here in las vegas you know trying to stay busy stay active in the community yeah
1: Excellent, and you, it must be doing very well for you to be putting twenty five thousand dollars on Utah State
4: plus seven. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, right? I, you know, it's got to be going well. Uh, but you know, as I said, you know, the, as there's always a disclaimer when it comes to betting. When it comes to betting, I always give a disclaimer. If you're going to do it, you know, go big or go home.
0: Yes, but, uh, that's right.
4: Just, there's a, just don't there's lose a, your home. <laughs> right. There's a
1: second disclaimer, and it's like, don't put your life savings on Ryan Lindley, but you don't have to. Uh,
4: <laughs> it depends. It depends. I hear he's a pretty good coach now. You know, Is so, he? Okay. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Uh, well,
1: thanks so for good. coming on. So I good. appreciate it, Kerwin. You were thanks great. Jimmy Kimmel thanks. Bowl. Yes. Uh, go. It's uh, 4 30 this Saturday, December 18th, sponsored by Stiefel, labowlgame.com. Tickets start at $32. Kerwin Williams, thanks for coming on, pal. I appreciate it.
4: No problem, no problem, and go Aggies. Appreciate you all guys right. having me. Thanks a lot, good Kerwin. job, good job. Yeah. Way to go,
1: Curwin. Thank all you. All right, all right. Nice he was stuff. great. Nice all yeah, right, says, "I don't uh. know, if, I don't know if he's going to bet
2: the twenty five thousand, <laughs> but uh, he seems confident in Utah State." Why not? Now we got to bet Utah. Now we're now we're betting Utah State, though. I was wondering who we we're going to bet. Now we're betting Utah State. Well, we got to talk. Who do we have? We have a uh, H- hacker is coming on. Maybe we got and he's going to try to. Pitch, uh, 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 it's true, I guess. Johnny, Johnny is let's just, try when, to pitch when, when, just the State. only thing we should know is when when Harry tells us to take the over in a few days, let's take the under. That's why all. do we keep doing this? What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing with Harry and his over? Why doesn't Darren
3: teach? Uh, why doesn't teach? Why doesn't Darren teach football at Clark High School? Harry, you were actually a substitute there, weren't you? Uh, more? I, I didn't. I never I never did high school. Oh, you didn't.
1: You were smart enough not to. What does that mean? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I got to teach real class there. Uh, the first picks uh, odds are out for twenty twenty two. Okay, so it's Kayvon Thibodeau, even right for Oregon. Um, Hutchinson, Aiden Hutchinson, plus 170, Michigan. Everyone loves him now. Kenny Pickett, plus 750. Uh, Pitt quarterback, Malik Williams, is the Liberty quarterback at 12 to 1. I'm trying to think, guys. At this time last year or for their respective years, Lawrence was definitely favored to be the one pick, right? Oh, like probably oh, monster favorite, Lawrence
2: right? was like, yeah, he was like minus yeah. 700 or some shit, right? It might have even
1: been more. Yeah, Burrow was almost definitely favored at this point, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, And I'm not sure how far it goes, but like Kyla Murray, I'm not sure if he was a favor, but um, I'm going to go Kenny Pickett here. I'm going to say that Detroit and, you know, the prevailing wisdom, you know, is that they're going to go Thibodeau or Hutchinson, but Kenny Pickett now, it may not even be them taking a quarterback. And I don't know what their plans are with Goff, but could a team trade up to get Kenny Pickett spaghetti. Could your could your giants trade up to get Kenny Pickett? No, not happening.
2: I, I, my, I'm fully on trading
1: the two picks for Russell Wilson. I want a quarterback that's proven. I want to win now. I'm tired of the projects. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm over the projects developing. I don't trust giants to make the right pick. It's gotta be Russ. I
2: like it. Really? I like it. You like that? Well, well, you know, because they're probably going to botch the picks anyway. I have I have friends who are complaining right now that they don't want to give up two or three first round picks for Russell Wilson, but you're going to get five or six probably pretty good years out of Russ, uh, right? Right. And, right. and you're going to probably screw these picks up,
1: but uh, and you get but you have two of the first six right now, right? So doesn't that seem like a package kind of situation here? I don't know what they would do. Um, <laughs> and there's also the Texans um, between now and then they could have dealt. Deshaun Watson. And then uh, I don't know what they could trade up, too. I mean, I don't know. I I guess I'm banking on them trading up, a team trading up to get Pickett. Well, you know how it is, Polly Kid. The quarterbacks get some buzz, right? Heading in, you get the combine. Who even knows if he'll show up to the combine, Pickett or Malik Willis, who you like, right?
0: Yeah, that's why uh, I'm leaning towards Malik Willis here. I think at this time, maybe, well, at the end of the college season last year, I think people talked about him going. Uh, number one in this draft, I know he didn't have a stellar year, but uh, probably where he's playing at Liberty, um, he might not have the talent around him uh, that he needed this year to get himself to like you know better numbers than he put up last year. Mm-hmm. He's a, a quarterback that uh, only f- a few of them have run a sub four uh, four. Michael Vick is one, and maybe RG three is the other. He's known to be able to run a, a sub four four. Probably has the best arm strength in this draft. I think he's going to generate a lot of buzz. Come, um, you know the combine stuff, uh, and he'll probably have his own workout. And I think t- teams are going to be looking to trade up uh, to get him, possibly. And with that one pick, I think these teams know if they want to take a a Hutchinson or whoever it would be, uh, maybe they could trade down and get a similar play to that. But if there's a quarterback that somebody really falls in love with, I could see somebody. Uh, whether mm-hmm. it's really the team that's sitting there anyway at the end of the year, or a team looking to get into that one spot, I think Malik Willis could be a really, really interesting pick there, and it, it could happen at twelve to one. I think it's a pretty good value right
1: now. Yeah, I wonder if you take both, or maybe Fandle will come out with a prop eventually. Will a quarterback go first, and then I think you probably get like four to one odds on something like that. But maybe Pickett and Malik Willis at this point—we're talking mid-December. Ah, uh, to be number one pick isn't uh, a bad way to go. But Bryce, sell us on sell us on the favorite here, Kayvon Thibodeau.
2: Yeah, Thibodeau. I mean, he's even money. I actually thought he was. I actually thought Hutchinson and him would probably be a little bit closer here, which makes me think I, I probably like Thibodeau a little bit better based on, uh, based on these odds. But you know, I, I would say if you were looking at just production this season, right, you'd probably have to go with Hutchinson. Hutchinson's very similar. It's a combination of like a Max Crosby, TJ White type of player with like similar motors. But coming into this season, teams looked at Thibodeau like the next Miles Garrett or the next Chase Young. I think once you get start getting back to like workouts again and all of a sudden Thibodeau is running like a 4-5-40, um, that he's going to jump oh. back into one. Although, you know, Hutchinson could solidify himself with a great game against Georgia. But I just think, you know, when you talk about... I mean, teams missed badly with the Parsons thing this past year. I think Thibodeau is like... looked at similarly going into the season that Parsons was looked at two years ago uh, when he played. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, different type of player, but in terms of just that, that type of talent. So I think at the end of the day, it'll probably end up being Thibodeau. Right. Uh, All right, Harry. Now I think this pick is, you're supposing that
1: uh, the lions are going to be the number one pick for sure. But, the Jaguars lose to the Tad. This, this could get interesting. The Jaguars may have really packed it up with everything that's going on. But you like Hutchinson going to the Lions at one.
3: Yeah. At plus 170. Um, uh, yeah, Like I said, banking on Detroit gets the number one pick. Born in Plymouth, Michigan, 6'6", 265, 14 uh, sacks this year. Absolute monster. I think Detroit would be foolish not to pay, not to take this guy. They need help everywhere, obviously. <laughs> they are foolish. But they foolish. are foolish, no doubt about it. But it's yeah. still, they need a lot of help on the defensive line. He had played huge in big games. He had three sacks against Penn State, three sacks in the Ohio State game. Had a sack against Iowa. Seven tackles in the uh, Penn State and Ohio State game, uh, most of for the season. I just think this is a situation. His dad was a, a, a great player in college at Michigan too. He'd done a lot of stuff with the community. I think it's just a situation where you got to take Hutchinson if you're Detroit. Number one, you need help on the defensive line and the guy's been a beast this year.
1: It would just be weird in this day and age that they take Penny Sewell and Hutchinson, right? Like back to back. And then that, that I, I, so many fan bases need to be placated. You got to get them excited about it. And those are not the type. I mean, in a way they're a type of player you get excited about, but you know what I mean? Um, Try to figure something out in there after losing running backs after losing receivers Jared Goff is your quarterback, all right, but Hutchinson plus one seventy. We will keep an eye on that. We have a while for that. I mean that happens in April mm. <laughs> those odds are gonna change a bunch. Let's hit the n b a the Knicks at home against the warriors yeah. that's line lines up to five parlay kid now two eleven and a half it was four and a half now, five on fandel uh yeah. I'm taking the Knicks. I'm gonna be, I think this is a sneaky uh, situation here for them. Ooh. I know they've well, lost three straight. They've lost six out of seven. R.J. Yeah. Barrett and the great Obi Toppin are out. It's uh, not good. Barrett had trouble guarding the perimeter anyway. The big storyline here is Steph needs two to tie or break? Two to, to tie. Break. It's to, right? to break. It's to break, now, to so. break. I think
2: one to, to break. tie. One to tie. Right? One to yeah. tie. Two yeah. to break.
1: He's going to do it tonight at Madison Square Garden. They haven't lost a back-to-back or even two in a row this year, but I'm taking the Knicks to keep it close. The Warriors are one and four against the spread in their last five. The Warriors playing this apparently is a big deal. Didn't take off until 10 30 AM. It it, it still seems like there's a a bunch of hours uh, in between, but I think this is going to be a big deal. This is all about the three pointer. If he's going to break it in Madison square Garden, I think the pressure is too high against a Knicks team, which I don't know if they otherwise get, up for beating. It's the TNT game. It's a big one. I think the Knicks somehow keep it close. Parlay kid, you're just looking at Curry's threes and, um, you so, don't want to worry. Well, look, that. I
0: had Curry last night on my extra points pick to go mm-hmm. over 27 and a half points, 26 points. He misses his last three of the game. Uh, Warriors get a, a crazy, uh, put back by, uh, Looney instead of mm-hmm. maybe the game going into overtime. They, they win it. but it was a hard fought game. Yeah. So I think, I see what you're saying there. I think they're going to be a little bit exhausted, too, Golden State. And they haven't really been playing great. Curry's been off um, lately. You don't even, you know, it's funny. When he's hot and nailing things all year about is Steph Curry who's the greatest player we've ever seen. You haven't yeah. heard that for a week or two because he hasn't been the greatest player you've ever seen. Uh-huh. Last night he shot, uh, coming into the game last night, I think he was nine for his last 31 from three. Last night he went five for 15 from three. But. Any Knicks fan, any real Knicks fan knows what's going to happen tonight. We know that Curry is going to, you know, when it's a team that he could have easily gone to with the Knicks. And and I think Curry was even disappointed on draft night that he didn't end up with the Knicks. Uh-huh. He lucky he didn't end up with the Knicks, but <laughs> we know how this plays out. Curry goes off tonight. He gets to probably in the first quarter, pressure is now off and he proceeds to hit seven, eight, nine, or 10 three-pointers wow. tonight and just buries the Knicks. This could be a close game. But I think Curry goes off tonight against the Knicks. The Knicks do not guard the three-pointer well. I'm right. taking Curry over five and a half three-pointers at minus 106. Once he gets wow. this record, which he's going to get early in this game, it's going to happen. It's inevitable. We know that. He
1: says he's, he's sitting after he breaks the record, but you well, think he's over. I mean, no.
0: I, I mean, it, it, I, I, you know, they were talking about sitting him last night against the Pacers. By the way, they were, mm-hmm. but they let him play this, so right. they just want to get this out of the way right now. So let's hope that doesn't right. happen, which it's not. But he's gonna. We know we Knicks fans know what's happening. He's good. Mm-hmm. It's just like this salt in the wounds here to Knicks fans. Curry goes off tonight. I hope right. you're right that the Knicks. I'll oh, play well,
4: though,
0: but
1: Curry goes well, off. It, that uh, Curry over 5.5 is minus 108, right? That's what you have it at for threes.
0: Minus 106. Yeah, it's okay. really the same. Yeah.
1: And then uh, over, see, I'm looking at alternate threes, over one and a half threes is minus 50,000, so I have to put that on a parlay. Somehow. <laughs> out what to put That's not bad. All right, so he should get, just that he breaks the record is minus 50,000. Um, all right, Harry, what do you like for a prop?
3: Yeah, I hope I hope Parlay kids right, and I hope you're right too, South. The Knicks keep it close, so Curry can keep it saying the game, uh, and get over thirty one and a half points and assists combined. It's minus one fifteen. Last time I checked on Fanduel, um, yeah, chasing the three point record. I think Parley kids right. Curry hasn't been great lately, but in this spot, this this stage, he's going to be fantastic tonight. Last year against the Knicks, he went for thirty seven and six. 30 and four, mm-hmm. went over the 31 and a half both times of would have last year. So I'm going to go Curry over 31 and a half points and assists combined, like I said, at minus 115.
1: All right, now, Bright, what do we do? Because uh, Parley kid, he's trying to cheat again because the line is 32 and a half and minus 125. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's unbelievable.
3: What are you going to do, Harry? You want to pick it there? You want to pick on there? You want to change it? You want to stay with it? No, I'll stay with it. Uh, listen, Parley kid, uh made some <laughs> valid points of him and his magic pencils. I'm going I'm I'm to have confidence in that. Okay,
1: <laughs> thirty-two and a <laughs> half minus one twenty-five. Bry, you like? Uh, oh man, I mean, Randall actually has decent numbers, right? It just—it's not like last year, and it also just looks different on the he's, court. And now he's up against Draymond Green, who's just going to give him a fit, probably. Right? Yeah, no,
2: no, he's—I mean, yeah—if you look at his overall numbers, you might say they look okay, but he's way down. I mean, his scoring is way down. He's been terrible this year. He's been bad. I mean, he's turning yeah. the ball over like he used to turn the ball so, over. We're we're getting playoff Randall like we saw yeah. last season. He, he he's yeah. a worse version of the worst version of Randall <laughs> so far. Like it's right. what he is. Um, exactly. So he's he's averaging thirteen and a half points per game over his last four. He's so I'm taking the under twenty one and a half. So he's only had twenty two or more points in nine of twenty seven games this year. So uh-huh. he's really strong. I mean, it's really showing struggled and the warriors are the best team defensively in the league right now. So he'll have, I mean, I don't know, you know, coming off a of back-to-back, I don't know how much Dre will be on him, but it's been just difficult. It's been very difficult for him to score. Even lately, he's not even shooting that much. He's shot like nine times in each of the last two games. So I'm going to say Randall under 21 and a half here. All right. There you go. Uh, baby fish, Joel Solomon, you want to weigh in here? What do you think?
4: I mean, it's just all this talk of, uh, Steph Curry from- <laughs> Oh boy! Hold on. I mean, it's just. It re- I was going to say, reminds me of Harry. Like when he's hot, he's he's just. He can't be stopped, but when he when he's not hot, it's it's it's, it's not good. It's just wildly
2: what? wild bets. It's just throwing yeah. up shots, and I mean, it was like it's like Harry a lot. Steph Coffee,
1: is basically <laughs> what he uh, what he is. Uh, all right, the NBA is picking up. One thing we love about the season is finding new player game props to bet on. That's what's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook. Come, combine these props with other bets to form a same game parlay and score an even bigger payout. We gave you one right there. Uh, Curry over 32 and a half points, maybe warriors money line, maybe uh Randall under, what was it? 21 and a half brother, Brian. Yep. There's 21 same and game parlay. Yep, yep. Right there. You get about five to one odds for that fast payouts and as little as two hours, easy to use and place bets. Fun prop markets can be combined into same game parlay safe and secure It's the market leader, America's number one sportsbook. There's no feeling like nailing a same-game parlay. Do it on FanDuel Sportsbook. Yes, indeed, TNT Tuesdays specially shine for FanDuel Sportsbook and same-game parlays. And if you're new to FanDuel Sportsbook, they're also offering new users a risk-free $1,000 bet. Just sign up a promo code against all odds. And if your first bet loses, you get up to a grand back in site credit. That's promo code against all odds. All right, let's bring her in all right, let's bring her in much like Cowboys coach, Mike McCarthy. She guaranteed fantasy victory in all of her leagues and came through. Thankfully, that's where the comparisons end with Mike McCarthy, our good friend sports illustrated and extra points, fantasy expert, Jen Piacenti. What is going on, Jen?
5: Hey, it's a good, it's a good Monday morning. Woke up to see uh two thirds of my teams made it to the playoffs and two thirds of those teams got a buy. So overall wow. good stuff. I hope you guys uh, all made it in too. Yeah.
1: I have to say, I, I did. I'm doing very well. I'm in five leagues. One of them, I made the playoffs. Uh, two of them, I have a buy. One of them, uh, that this is that's in the league that we're in for 30 years. I, I kicked the crap out of Brother Bryce <laughs> team. I should make the playoffs there, but we'll see. But the fifth one is that John Ham League and Simmons, and I lost because Cooper Cup ruined me. And I literally like lost sleep over it. Like, why is this? I'm, I'm doing good in 80% of my leagues. And this is what I focus on. Uh, la- last night was, and I would have lost, if he doesn't catch that touchdown, I went by like 0. 0.3. I figured it out. What do you do? Did you hear? I heard like a thousand stories of people losing by 0. 0.2 yesterday. You must get that all the time.
5: I did too. I got a lot of stories of people losing by point two. So yeah, mm. I get it all the time. The bad beat happens a lot. It happened to me uh, a couple of weeks ago and it was, it, it's brutal. It's horrible. Um, but here's mm. the thing. You never know. There could still be a stat correction. So hang on. You got I know. 24 more hours of hope, which probably just makes it worse, right?
1: Another day you think, Oh, you don't think they'd rectify it by this morning.
5: I think it's you. I think you get till Wednesday morning in a lot of leagues.
1: Wow. Okay. What could you do as a fantasy player when you just see Cooper Cup like dunking on you? There's nothing you could do. You have to just sit there and take it, right? There's no advice. There's nothing you can
5: can do. There's absolutely nothing you can do. I'm sorry.
1: Right. All right. Uh, (laughs) Babyface (laughs) Joel Solomon, you lost five hundred dollars on like a point differential, right?
4: On the geez. on the final play of the final
2: game of, of, of last week, yeah, that James Conner dump off. I thought I had it. And then, uh, of course, um, <laughs> the, the Rams can't recover an onside kick. And I'm like, oh, boy, this, this, is, this could not be good. And sure enough, yeah, that James Conner dump pass, I lose by 0.2, and uh, I lose the regular season title in $500, and uh, I'm, I'm still refreshing my phone.
1: You still got the dog, though, right? You were, you were <laughs> going to put the dog down, and that would have cost $480. <laughs> and that changed.
2: Um, yeah,
1: Jen, it's uh, and what Harry, you're protesting a, a Yahoo scoring decision,
3: right? I am. A Yahoo. What about someone? my protest. <laughs> I, no, I No, I know. I was bad this year. No, 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 I know. Jen, but Jen, obviously, this year yeah. in our league that Sal said for 30 years, injuries, just, it, yeah. it, it just it's so bad. It's, when you get I'll stop I mean, it. Oh, this was I like, five of my starters, this was, injured this was like for the Harry's season.
2: team a few years ago. No, it it seems have seen like every a few year years Brian. Has scored like six, and then, 60, 60 points or less for like 1. Yeah, like five straight of weeks my starters are yeah. not yeah. playing this, this now. Was like
3: that. And Nick Chubb, if you had Nick Chubb, you had to deal with COVID and his injuries just too, back and forth. You never knew when he was gonna play. Nah.
0: It's
5: brutal. And I, I really love all these sob stories, guys. But I just <laughs> want to say I lost uh Derrick Henry and Robert Woods in the league and yeah. still going to the playoffs. I lost <laughs> Christian McCaffrey in the league. I still got a buy. Right. So I know it sucks, but you guys have not been reading my waiver wire article. That's the only thing you can blame it on.
1: Maybe it's a woman thing. Maybe guys
5: just aren't good at fantasy. Is that possible? You know what? (laughs) I think that could be true because you know why? You guys get way too emotional. You freak out. You're right. You're way too emotionally involved in these relationships. You got to (laughs) just let it go. You got to think of it more analytically, like a woman.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I guess you're right. I guess you're right. We got to step back from it. I will say, on a, you know, this is um. I don't want to say you're, you'll you're going to thrive, but because of these COVID things, so now thirty seven players tested positive yesterday, right? right? And uh, they all seem to be. So on we're the all taking the
5: Bengals for the AFC North, right? Yeah, no
1: shit. Yeah, no. So yeah, the Browns have like nine of them. I don't know what the NFL's magic number is for moving games.
5: Right. I think they may have to cancel this one. Is what they're saying in Vegas.
1: They are saying so the Browns Vegas game could be canceled Saturday. That's a Saturday game. And right. then what becomes of that? Do they play? Does nope. everything get moved?
5: I think it's a forfeit is my understanding.
1: No kidding. Yeah. Wow. There yeah. you go, brother. That's why Bri. I was saying
5: go right now and put get those Bengals plus 250 because they Uh-oh. may have to do the same thing with the Ravens game. Again, these are all if, 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 if. there's right. so many contingencies but there is an outside possibility of that
1: so they can't move the game they can't add a week so now everything's just going to be a cancellation and a Four forfeit oh Brian, this is the raiders year this is great <laughs> it might be i've been saying it all along um all right jen help me out because you know they're, they're going to announce more of these and more and more and like chris jones is out right and uh you know just uh, that doesn't really matter fantasy wise uh, in most leagues but and and guys don't be assholes because this pertains to our league but Austin Eckler is questionable and you have to think on a short rest it's a Thursday game he's probably not going to play I need to win probably to make the playoffs in that one league Justin Jackson is out there now I know Kelly
5: is their number 2 but they kind of split right I prefer Justin Jackson if I'm picking between the two because I've seen Justin Jackson do more with his opportunity and his limited mm. opportunity now he's injury prone too I do think Austin Eckler starts. I really do. I think it's just an owie and he could have come back in that game, but they were so far out in front of the giants. I think they right. weren't going to waste him. So I think he will play, but Justin Jackson's probably going to play there. And I'm sure you're out of luck trying to get Rashad Penny at this point. Yeah, uh, He's probably gone, but that would be my number one claim. So, and I would say in general, for anybody making claims for the waiver wire this week, don't go looking for that fantasy football unicorn. Mm-hmm. That's going to be like the league winner. Cause it's not going to happen this year. It's so much more important that you get depth because of these COVID things. So like if Devonte Adams is your guy, make sure you have Lazard or MBS, you know, like have, right. have plans in, in place for all of your studs, because those people who had Jalen Guyton or had Josh Palmer, when Keenan Allen went down, they're just fine. So that's what you want to do rather than go out and look for like, the guy you know craig reynolds oh my god he's gonna carry me to a fantasy championship he's not he's useful maybe as as a handcuff to DeAndre swift and jamal williams but again Mm. remember this guy's nickname is netflix so
3: right
1: (laughs) boy it it sounds like you're getting very emotional calm down i am getting so no
5: i'm not i'm (laughs) I'm talking to men the way they need to be talked to because you have to talk down to them and tell them like listen, guys Thank you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you guys are so emotional. What do you
1: think? We do get emotional. It's it's a crazy uh, arrogance. No, you're right. It's an arrogance. It's um, screw you. I know more than you, even though the you know, when they put the ball on the field, it's mostly luck. The rest I have of the way.
5: never seen men, seen men be so upset than when they, they lose a fantasy football matchup. I get mad too. It's terrible. Um, but like the, the drama is incredible to me. And I think to myself, like these guys would get through a divorce, smoking a cigarette, but like they <laughs> lost by 0.5 points on the backs of, you know, Cooper right. Cup, you, you, this is a meltdown. Like call the therapist.
1: Right. All right. Well, speaking of relationship advice um, and the fellows don't even know this, Brian, uh, Darren, but Harry, it came out yesterday and Jen, maybe you could help us here. Harry oh, went gosh. to Hawaii, right? And he ah. never knows where he's going tomorrow. He could be in Antigua or he could be in a, a hotel in LA. Um, he no. went to Hawaii. He brings his girlfriend. They have a nice time, 11 course meals. Yuck. Uh, he has a, uh, they go to spas, this and that. And Harry's girlfriend comments, "Parley kid, you're going to like this. Harry's girlfriend comments to, our friend's girlfriend, oh, a wife, boy. that she was thinking Harry was going to propose in Hawaii, <gasps> and then um relays this message to Harry she does herself tells wow. him she told you this on the plane, Harry? She's like, "Oh, on I go home
3: about an hour into the flight, and then oh, what did no. you do? You just shrugged your Harry. show us your reaction to that because oh, I don't you, even know
1: how you would react I did
3: to i i I didn't know exactly what to say, but then I did realize that the, right um, but I did remember that the um the uh, bears were playing the packers so this i used to headphones <laughs> and i uh, watched the game oh shit
0: <laughs> and i didn't uh, know but decided,
3: how did you I respond response. Response. But, I, she said that. but i was speechless cuz i didn't know what to say because i thought of myself and i said boy you know what that probably during the luau maybe you know it's nice uh, maybe that would have been a nice time to ask yeah that would probably would have been a nice time but uh you know what get done here's your it.
5: response harry that was too predictable honey um it was too obvious it's gonna happen at the, the time that you least expect it because i'm a romantic
3: yes uh, nah. wow i don't All know right. i'm trying to i think that's good
5: for you harry i'm sorry oh, like it's fine, actually,
3: it's fine. i'm <laughs> that's uh, horrible she's 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 in phoenix <laughs> no, i'm in la for another her. week so. i got a, i got time to think about it Jen. i'm in la for a week so uh I don't know. Okay, think think about. about You got to come up
5: with something really dramatic. Now is the problem, or you go the total opposite. You go like, make sure it's only you and she, and a really like uh, intimate moment where she would least expect it. You just pull it out of your pocket and say it in the most heartfelt, honest way with major eye
3: contact.
0: Right. Jen Jen doesn't realize Harry's never proposing, so that's never happening. Right. Well, that's so not happened.
3: necessarily true, Parley kids. It's, no, it's, it's come plus on. a you've seven fifty at You've been together. This point. You've John, we've been time. together three years. People wait longer. They do. You know. Yeah, but you and don't. Not a a lot lot yeah.
1: of wow. I don't know. I don't know. I. I uh, well, you're older is, than me, Parley Here's what kid. I think. I think <laughs> Harry is. Uh, I think Harry sa- thinks if he proposes in Hawaii, he doesn't get another free trip to Hawaii. Right, Good so I point. think he was like,
3: "Yeah, I think he's." I being played. I paid plenty of them. <laughs> yeah, like, I played penny. I I paid plenty I Can't even speak. I I can't. Why would <laughs> you want someone <laughs> to cancel? And you were with
5: <laughs> other people, so like that's not like a romantic trip. You got to do a one-on-one trip. So you yeah, have a free right, pass still on right. this, Harry. Right. I think
3: mm-hmm. next time. How or, much um, should I spend on a rent time after that? I don't
5: Harry, you're supposed to spend what is it? Three times your monthly salary. So what is that? Fifteen hundred dollars.
3: We're
1: getting almost to the boss. So yeah, you're right. How dare you, Harry? I'll pay for the <laughs> ring if you if you get it done this week.
0: Wait, what?
3: this week.
1: this is not me. I'm not getting in your way. Wait, what's Let's, that? What, you on. said you will pay for it. Yes, I'll pay. Well, I'll pick it out too, but I'll pay for the ring if uh, I'll text if you her right now. If you need help I'll ring shopping,
5: Harry, I can help text her. with
1: that. Yeah, text her. Yeah, text her. I'll text her right now. That'd be great.
4: Yeah,
5: yeah.
1: Let's, Let's get, get down on your South knee and, and grab your phone and text her. Just send All her right.
5: a picture of the ring and just, uh, you know, like with a question mark and see if she gives you a thumbs up. Ooh, wait right. a
1: minute.
3: That's y- good, too.
1: Here's the thing. Shit. I don't know if we have a but, you know, we have a whole thing with the plus ones now with the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. But uh, maybe Harry could do it at the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Maybe we'll get an extra ticket mm. somehow. And you could propose there. 100 instead of on the shrieking, board, which is your, the board, was your initial so, one on right. the board, on too. the
3: jumbotron, on
5: the board, and
3: so with cool. the camera.
5: So she has the opportunity yes. to just say no and embarrass uh,
3: yes. you so and great.
0: National
4: so audience. Great. Yes. What do you think, Harry?
3: It, it would, uh, it would be that would be the ultimate trick, though. Sal, Dapolo. it's to have her say no on the jumbotron, just to just to well, have it happen. She's like not gonna that. say, Can no, I actually Harry? say
5: this, yeah. I actually think it's really, um tricky for the women to say yes, because like, if you're the guy, like you've gone to all the trouble, like think about it. You've invested money. Oh yeah. Like, it's the you worst know, idea. You've already made up your mind, but then you yeah. pop it to her. And then she's li- literally like, Oh crap. I have to decide right now on the spot. So you have to be sure she's going to say yes.
1: Yeah. I'd like to see I'm the length sure. of marriages that, uh, <laughs> that started from a, a, a stadium proposal, how they stack up against right. regular marriages. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I bet it's a little less. I don't know. I don't know why. Oh, Jen, we got to figure this out for Harry. All right, Harry. Well, you have a lot of options in front of you now. Right. So and I think, I think Jen has helped. I think Jen has basically said we can't be so emotional about these things, right? <laughs>
5: you, you, you can't be so emotional. You can be emotional about the proposal if you want to, Harry. <laughs> but sounds, only yeah. if all of us are there and it's at the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Thanks. And don't right. want to listen to this podcast. We don't want to blow this price. Right. No,
1: she doesn't know how to listen to a podcast. It'll be <laughs> fine. Uh, all right, Jen. Great to hear from you. We will uh, listen to you and see you with Eddie Spaghetti on waiver wired tomorrow. And then we're going to see you at the Jimmy Kimmel bowl. And you're doing your thing with uh sports illustrated. So much going on for you. Busiest time of the year, right?
5: It is the busiest time of the year. It's lots and lots of fun. Happy holidays. Happy football. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys on Saturday. Awesome.
1: awesome. We'll see you. All right, bye, bye, Jeff. guys. Bye, All right. All right, guys. I don't know. I don't know where we uh, shake out with this. This is, mm. I, does that surprise you? Bri?
2: um no well it doesn't well yeah neither surprised me i i mean i'm i'm assuming <laughs> she's been waiting for like a year and a half and and we know harry's so. not proposing anytime soon because there's no <laughs> it's such a
1: crazy thing. there's no hint of one him proposing. Thing, it's one thing if you never leave town or whatever remember, but a this good is day. like this is like 15 exotic trips in the last like two years or something
3: right yeah, she's <laughs> not only her first one <laughs>
1: Uh, 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 the Rams have closed their training facility. Have entered the NFL's intensive protocols. Like this is, uh,
0: oh no, well, the hell going to be shut down, Sal. Oh man, uh oh. All man.
1: right, well, there you go. Good for you, Harry. You don't have to propose at the game. That's going to be canceled. <laughs> Another bullet dodge. <laughs> I tell I, right, you
0: though, yeah. I, I, well, if I could say yeah. well, next year, right, we're doing fantasy with the group. In the, right, this is going to be a fantasy football league. With extra mm-hmm. points. I don't know how we didn't have it this year.
1: Darren's mad. He wants goal to beat Jen. It's to yeah. bury
0: Jen. It's to bury Jen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Okay, good. That's, That's good. You're <laughs> a freaking psychopath. All right. Good. All right, we'll do that. That'll be fun. It is amazing. She makes all these uh she makes all the playoffs. <laughs> Although if you're in like 15 leagues, you could probably just say, yeah, I made it in 11 leagues. Who the hell's going to look up? On yeah, she, I mean, two
2: thirds. Uh, I mean, that's pretty honest. She sounded honest with that. Yeah, two That's pretty good. It's amazing. it's amazing. I'm joking.
1: She's terrific. She gives great advice. Yeah. I look, believe me, she's uh she's helped me a, a bunch of times. Jen Piacente, check her out on SI and she does waiver wired. Like I said, Oh, sharp tank.
2: Let's do it real quick. Brother Bry. You got college hoops in mind. Yeah, I'm going to go. Well, I'll say, look, I I put it out there last week. I said, if I lost my sharp tank, I was going to take a hiatus for a little bit. I hit it with Cruz. uh, Nice. Cruz win. So I'm going to go Alabama minus three and a half at Memphis. Maybe this line's a little fishy. Maybe it's a little bit too low. But this this Bama team is hot right now. Coming, you know, coming off back to back wins against uh, Gonzaga and Houston. Uh, uh-huh. Memphis has been playing really poorly, losing four, stri- four straight. They lost the, the Iowa State loss was legit, but then they lost at home to Murray State. They lost to Georgia, who isn't very good. But Bama has one of the best backcourts in college, so I think they stay hot, and I'm riding them, laying the laying the three and a half here. All right. Parlay kid, what do you got? Yeah, I'm going to be riding NHL
0: uh, tonight, Sal, taking the Carolina Hurricanes at plus 136. Over the Minnesota. Wild Hurricane's coming. Both teams coming off for loss, but
1: Oh uh, wait, I, I wait, hold like- on. Spaghetti Spaghetti's saying it's ca- meatballs these guys are hockey experts. It's done. Is it
3: yeah, the game's been canceled unfortunately. Yeah. There's like
1: three games um, still on the board.
0: <laughs> that's anything. off that's off. I'm not seeing yeah. that off. That's off now. Exactly.
2: Carolina Wild just it was cancelled like ten minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, Wait, are we going to have to deal with this shit forever now? Yes. yeah, is like every day. I
1: mean, Angie is going to get proposed to before they figure out the right. COVID uh, protocols. Mikey,
2: <laughs> Mikey. I-
0: Islanders in Detroit. That's still on?
2: Yeah, but Barzell is out.
0: Right, but that's why I'm rolling with the Islanders for oh, my wow. sharp tank pink. Look at that. That was my EP
2: because,
0: pick. Uh, because uh, no Barzell. Islanders just grind it out like crazy tonight. They get back to their roots of just playing grinded out hockey. No bars. I love them, but they'll just play a very simple game tonight. They'll go on the road. They've been playing decent hockey. Uh, they got to start winning. I think they get this one here. I'll go with the Islanders for my sharp tank. Even odds,
1: so. right? Even
0: odds, right? Uh, now. I think it's even right now. Yes. Sir. All right.
3: There you go, Harry. What All are right. you picking? Uh, I got a little parlay here. Um, for the NFL, um, plus two eleven for the NFL. Yeah, ahead of time. What? It's Tuesday. No, I can't have. I can't do that. What? I can't do that. All right,
1: go ahead. I mean, we're gonna do this again Friday, and then what are you gonna do? Are we gonna um, do Tuesday's hockey games? All right, good. Well, uh, go. yeah. Do we even want to do Sharp Tank anymore? That sounds like.
3: It? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, Harry. Let's, He's out of it. Let you know what, let out that forget that, it, Harry. The marriage thing, parlay his pencils. It just drives me. I don't know. I don't know what to, I don't know what to
1: do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do your, do your uh, NFL parlay. I mean, dude, so try to. Right. Look, part of this is picking. We don't know what games are even going to be on the board uh, on Sunday. So uh, well, look, you can't uh, find. A, a you bet freaking Furman and Watford uh,
3: last week. That was a winner. Um, go ahead. <laughs> plus 211, this parlay base. Plus 211. Cardinals minus eight twenty at Detroit. Cardinals seven and zero on the gosh. road. Scored thirty or more in six of them. San Fran minus four thirty versus Atlanta. Um, they've won four or five. San Francisco. Jimmy G's look good. Bills minus five sixty money line against Carolina. Carolina's lost three in a row. Bills actually second best point differential in the league behind the Patriots. And for the fourth team in this parlay that pays two eleven. Over 67 in the Jimmy no, Kimmel Bowl, Utah state, Oregon state. Nah. Oh, 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 see, oh, oh. Here's the thing.
1: I wanted to bet the over in this. Cause I thought oh, all the our pals together, we could root for scoring and everything, but now right. Harry has to bet the over in this damn game. So I'm not betting the over in this. Now we have to switch our pick. The bills pick stinks. Josh Allen's probably not playing. Uh, Atlanta screws us all the time. I'm not taking it now. I'm passing on that. And, uh, I'm sorry, Bri, I know you had the Islanders as your uh, extra points pick, but the way the parlay kid put it together at the last minute, through no fault of his own because these games are these games. I'm going with Bri, Bama minus three and a half, uh, Sharp Tank. There you go. Harry, why do you have to bet over in that game? You got to
3: ruin it. Well, I mean, you know, it's going to be a a 1910 game. Listen, everything everything leans towards the over and what these guys, these two teams did at the end of the season, too. All right. All right, that'll,
1: (laughs) we'll be back Thursday. Hopefully, (laughs) hopefully there's a Thursday game. Right now it's Chiefs and Chargers at SoFi, but who the hell knows what's going to happen. We will be back. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for Kerwin Williams, for Jen Piacente, for Spaghetti, Meatballs, Babyface Joel Solomon, and Scott the Grizz Holmes. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.